You're listening to Unleashed by Nonstop Dogware, the podcast where you get inspirational stories and useful knowledge from dog lovers all over the world. This is your host, Jeanette. These days are putting our mental strength to the test. We need some motivation and inspiration. Today's guest might be able to help with that. Through 25 years at the top of his sport, the king of biathlon has impressed the world with his abilities to handle challenges and pressure. Ola Einar Björndalen won 13 medals in the Olympics, 45 medals in world championships and had 95 individual World Cup wins before he retired a couple of years ago. One incident in particular at the very start of his career set the standard. Yeah, that was uh, quite uh, many years ago. It was in 1998 uh, in uh, Japan and Nagano. I was very, very well prepared for this uh, competition. It was a 10 kilometers uh, sprint. The race went really well. The, around two kilometers before finish, they canceled this race because it was too too much wind and too much bad weather. So they felt that it was no fair competition. I was in a leading. Uh, I get um, a message from the... Um, the, my staff people, they said I was uh, 15 seconds in front, so that was my first uh, gold medal, I thought. But um, as you to remember, he, uh, directly before finished, they, they cancelled the race. Um, I would get really angry up in the mountain there and uh, smash my skis and pools in the, <laughs> in the track, for sure. But uh, then I understand that uh, this race is not finished uh, after a few minutes. Um, I need to come back to the stadium, so I... Ski slowly down to the stadium again, and uh, then I saw a lot of um, media and journalists, and I know exactly what they will ask me about. I thought, uh, why should I speak with them? Because this race is not finished. Um, I was I used three, four years for this competition. I don't want to miss uh, this competition again. So I went straight forward. Uh, doesn't spoke with anyone. Uh, no media, nothing, because I have no reason. Because the race was not finished, I will make this race finished before I speak with anyone. Then I went into my wax cabin. And uh, in my wax cabin, it was uh, my waxer. He's sitting in a corner there and he was more sad than me. He's sitting and crying because he lost also one gold medal. I remember uh, the words what I said to him. I have fantastic ski this day, these days. And I said, uh, thank you for the skis. Make the skis same tomorrow because it was really great. And then I took the bus down to the hotel. Uh, I need to think about the next next day. For sure, I was a little bit sad, but um, I go, went to the hotel, uh, take some food, and then I called my mental coach. Uh, this mental coach, Ivan Hammer, he, I worked with him since two years before, and we go through this competition day before this race, and uh, for sure I had to call him and explain what's happened. He took the phone, and he was a little bit uh, different coach as other because he was not interesting in in uh, in biathlon so much he was more interesting in what i am doing uh, i'm not sure if he was looking this competition because he had a big business and he worked uh, like hell so i'm not sure if he looked on this in tv so his first questions was how how went the race and i explained it skiing was fantastic first round was uh, was also good i shoot four and then the last shot i miss on and i put my rifle but still i went in front because i was uh, past gear this time should clean standing, so every, everything was good. And then I explained they stopped the race, okay. Then was quite a little bit from him, and he said to me, you are quite lucky that you have a chance to make this race again, because we have agreement yesterday, because we, we prepared every race uh, like agreement. 
I prepared on a paper. I write everything down, what I had to do, and I sign it. And then sign a paper, then you need to hold what you say, what you write on the paper. This time I doesn't hold my brown shooting. I was not uh, on the on the place. I had the rifle on the back before I shot the last shot almost. Um, so he said to me, "We do exactly the same preparation to the next race uh, day after, and you should uh, do single shot five and brown single shot standing, and doesn't went from the standing before you have done this job because it doesn't went." did this job before I did that uh, I make my best race ever shoot 10 from 10 and win more than win one minute so it was uh, uh, I doesn't spoke with anyone almost because it was in Japan I doesn't spoke with any media I was focused on myself uh, I have right person around me and not uh, people who was sorry about the happening uh, that is really a challenge when you make bad race that because everyone is sorry to you you don't need that because you have a chance to wake up again and make the race better than what you have done before but how do you protect yourself from like negative energy because it's it's all around it's all around but you don't need to meet them you know you go around and uh for sure, you'd be shorter on the dinner, shorter on uh, all, because the the main point is uh, the meal. All other, you stay in the room and you I go running in the evening, so I don't see any people. So um, you need to be in your vacuum and think about yourself. And especially when there are championship like that, um, then you are a little bit shy from people. <laughs> but everybody wants a piece of you. Is it difficult to like stay in your bubble? Um, for me, it's normal. Uh, you need to give a lot for the media and people, uh, but in a you need to give that with that you get energy. If you lose energy, what is really really easy to do when you are uh, good athletes because everyone wants a piece of you. In the moment you start to lose energy, you need to stop, and then you need to explain the people around you. If you have somebody who can help you with that, to inform or you inform themselves to say that you have have you need time for yourself. Uh, I think that is important when you are in challenge challenge time, you know. If not, there are only one man who loses, uh, that is yourself. So you need to take control about your your time, your balance in your life. Um, and competition is, you know, to stay focused. Everyone stay enough focus on the sport, I think. The problem is they don't have control in the life. If you don't have balance in your rest of your life, you have no chance to make good race. Um, when I start to work with the mental coaches, my colleagues work 90% with uh, the sport and 10% with the private. I do opposite. I do work 90% with my life and 10% for sport. Why did you decide to start with the mental training? Was it normal at that time to do it or was it something new? Today is totally normal. In 1996, um, it was definitely not normal. This man, Hoven uh, Hammer, he doesn't get any chance to come to our hotel. Uh, all coaches doesn't like him. He was dressed in suit and coming with a <laughs> little bit different cars as usual, normal people. So he had no experience in sport. He think different. And always when people are different, they feel threatening from people. So they get always afraid. So that is, it's happened also this time. But he definitely was the most important guy for me to come through to be world champion first time and definitely my Olympic gold first time. When you make it one time, it's much easier to make it again. What was the biggest uh, difference you could notice before you started doing mental training and after? As you are professional in your sport, you know 
plenty enough about the sport. Different what I did, uh, I put everything in system. When I think sh- should think in the right right uh, way, you know, after each other, because you know plenty enough about everything. You don't need to have more information, but you need to make a system about it. That was the big difference. Plus, I fix my private life. But do you do some kind of mental training uh, every day, or did you do it only before competitions or championships? I did every day, uh, but some period I did a lot. Other times I did uh, not so much. But you can definitely be overtraining that. I did that too. So it's easy to get the overtraining in mental mental training. Uh, because everything is, you need to have balance in the everything: uh, physical training, mental training, your private private life. Then you have then you have chance to make a good uh, good race. When it comes to the sport you have been doing, biathlon, it's much like agility. For example, if you miss the target, you get a penalty, and that's precisely what happens when our dogs knocks a bar, for instance. But when something like this happens, it's easy to lose focus. But you're really good at fighting till the end. What were you telling yourself in these situations? First of all, you should never give up. I training it and the Chinese team now, and that is first rules: never give up. That is first thing. Second is the mental stability, because you have ag- um, happiness, you have uh, depression, and you have you're aggressive. It's many s- emotional thing can happen with you. If you want to, if there are some sport you're doing with with. Um, like shooting or like this with the animals, you need to have balance in your life. So if you are more stable self, I think your animals or your uh, stuff around you will also be more stable. So you should not go too high and not too low. So when you have good result, you should be a little bit calmer. And when you have bad result, you should not go to the to hell <laughs> too too low. And if you have a bad result, I have rules, 30 minutes, you can be in bad mood, but after that, it doesn't help anything. I think it's also really important to be analytic, uh, not so much emotional. Analytic, how I can fix it, stay positive and fix it and use uh, energy in the right way. And your mental strength also shows in competitions where you are really pushing yourself to the limit of what's physically possible. How did you use your mind to work through the, all the pain? I cannot. It's quite a long time s- make really hard competition if i make competition today is pain but when i was professional it was not pain because i train on that every second day so that was more a habit i was prepared for that and it was i can maybe m- remember one race was pain uh, it was when i was uh, uh, many many years ago but really pain i can when I, when you are bad shape you remember is pain but when you are normal shape you have so many things you need to think about and you need to at- attack in technique. You need to s- think about er- everything. But you need... I was quite professional. I was quite prepared for what I had to do. So it doesn't thought that was pain. I pushed me a lot, but uh, really, it will be a little bit same as you brush your teeth, you know. You do is also you have to do. And for me, it was fun. I live for my sport and I do it every day. And that was my life. Through 25 years in the national team, you have done a lot of competitions. Some were big, some were not that big. But have you ever been nervous? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm being really nervous for small race in Norway. When some relay in World Cup, uh, I could be nervous for. And the first years, for sure, I was really nervous. 
could not sleep the whole night uh, until I start to be good in mental preparation. When I started to be good in mental preparation, then I did all nervousity the day before, and then I was calm to the race. Uh, Olympic, I was less nervous as from all races because I trained for this race four years. So that was like to brush teeth again. <laughs> uh, I only had to do the job and everything had to be okay with all the equipment and you need to stay fit, right weight, uh, right food. Um, your health had to be working well, you know. So it's many things you need to fix, but uh, nervous I was not so in a important race. What differs the best athletes from the second best? For sure you need to have extremely talent. If you don't have talent to be in the national team, you have no chance. If you are in the national team, I think you are good enough to be quite good, to win medals. But to be constant on the top is uh, is really few people who had this quality. They are something with talent, but also about mental not health, but not mental strength, strength that you can handle success, handle bad races. You need to do uh, not always the right choice, but you need to do 95% always right choice. You need to stay healthy. If you are not healthy, I make 25 years uh, uh, world championship. I was healthy in each world championship. And that is quite uh, quite good. You cannot stay unhealthy. If you're sick, you lose too much to your opponent. How did you manage to stay healthy all the time? Mm, sick, you can get bacteria, you can be, get virus from a lot of people. I get that also. Everyone get that. And then you need to handle it and fight against it with your immune system. Sometimes you can do it, some other times you have not this immune system and you need to use antibioticum. But the most of the time is... Um, if you're mentally tired from mentally negative stress, that is the worst case that you can handle bacteria and virus. That's my opinion. It's no proving, but I said that each time I get sick is because I am mentally tired from mentally negative stress. From huge working working stress or huge hours of training, I never get sick and I get never overtrained about that. That is more about your um, balance in your life if you have a uh, lot of negative people around you and the mentally negative stress then then you can get everything if you want <laughs> how important is it to have a good team around you that's uh, giving you that energy instead of uh, draining you this is about this 90 percent what i spoke about before you have no chance to do all this job alone you need a crazy strong team you need uh, really smart people around you and you, you need to fix them. And if they're not so good, you need to make them good. Um, I don't want to say name, but one of the best coaches in Norway, when he came to us for many years ago, he he was educated from uh, Norwegian uh, university, sports university, and he was okay. But uh, when he left the job, he wasn't in highest level ever. And he get good from the athletes, not from the other coaches. So... The athletes can make coach great. You need to make make people around you really good. If not, you have no chance because our sport is a little bit like business. You can survive in business, but in sport you are on podium or you you are um, not a loser, but you are um, you're you just out. You, you take uh, part in the race 
Um, but in Norway, it's really high level of uh, what is acceptable from result. It's really heavy to be top athlete in Norway because uh, everyone how to win if you s- start for Norway. And you made a comeback as a 40-year-old in Sochi. And mm. uh, then people said you were too old to do this now. But you still won a gold medal. How did it feel to prove them wrong? That was more about the media. The closest people, they trust me. Um, as I said before, I work crazy hard with this 90% in this period because I have some challenge and also some back problem. Or a lot of health was not good and like that. And then when I... This year before Olympic uh, Sochi, I was good. I was really well prepared. And I was back in my my ba- best age. Um, for sure, I don't recover as fast as before, but I could make some good races. And uh, it was altitude. I was really good prepared for these races. So it went fantastic. <laughs> I'm really happy for that. So it's uh, my second most important race in my life. The first Nagano race, and this was... Maybe the two best races what I ever did, d- did in my life. And one of the reasons why you su- succeeded might have been that you dared to do things differently. Uh, how did you find the right way and was it ever difficult to like make your own path? It's not so difficult if you l- like your sport, if you want like to develop yourself. And fir- before the first time I win, I was afraid to win. Uh, because what should I do when I win the race? Because then you are the world best. Uh, what is next um, but first victory I get then you saw totally ma- many other aspects about the sport you saw mother w- many other ways to develop your yourself your team and everything so I was on my best when I win races because I work much harder when I win races I do it opposite I work crazy hard when I win races and when I was bad uh, it doesn't work so hard because then i need to rest so when i win races i was crazy afraid to make a bad race after so i work crazy hard that brings us to a topic that many has some questions about you've been doing this for so many years and being a top athlete it's hard work it's basically like training eating resting all the time how did you stay motivated through all these years i love my sport nothing else because you love what you do. Yeah. It was heavy to stop my sport, but life go on and I get family. Then it's the only reason I stop my sport. If not, I will guarantee continue one more Olympic. Could you tell us a bit more about what you're doing now? You are a coach. No, I'm coach for a Chinese team. So I have, uh, I felt that I, I think I have the best job what I can get. It's really interesting to develop uh, such kind of athletes who are motivated the nation are crazy motivated um, they are willing to train hard and uh, so I'm a little bit back in the game is I feel not so tired because I can work a lot I'm motivated too if you see it from outside it's totally unrealistic what they wish to do in two and a half year but I think it's possible but um, we see is um, is a really hard job it's a nice challenge yeah, it's, it's uh, maybe one of the biggest challenges I ever have before. my To win first victory in World Championship is, uh, or Olympic is a hard challenge, but to the next one is what I'm doing now much harder. One question we ask everybody on this podcast is uh, if you had to do another sport with your dog, <laughs> what would it be? You don't do any dog sports right <laughs> now, so the question for you could be if you had to do 
a sport with a dog, what would it be? Would it be ski touring? I know you tried it before. Ski touring is okay. Uh, no, I think I will do mountain biking, a high professional mountain biking. Mm. I like that. That is, uh, I think I could have some talent for that. Thank mm. you so much for taking the time to join us uh, on this podcast. Welcome. You've been listening to Unleashed by Nonstop Dogware. If you have questions, feedback, or ideas for guests or topics to cover, please email us at unleashed at nonstopdogware.com. You can also follow Unleashed Pod on Instagram or visit nonstopdogware.com for more content. Remember to subscribe for more episodes.